What is up, everyone, and welcome into ADZ Sports Dallas Primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas on the Man Sports Talk Network. With a lot more content coming your way, make sure that you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas. And as always, remember that Primetime is brought to you by our friends, over at freemanmazda.net. We will talk more about them and the ride of the week in a few moments here on the show. But before we do any of that, though, let me answer the question. Let me answer the title of the video because tonight we are talking about where Mike McCarthy will want to be like Kellen Moore. Last night we had, in my opinion, a very fun show. I loved talking about some in-depth football for the Cowboys last night when we discussed five questions that we still had about the Cowboys offense and how it could look very different. Will they run more play action? Will they use more pre-snap motion or less? We dove into that kind of questions last night in case you want to check it out. But looking into more numbers, looking into no, uh, more numbers today, uh, I couldn't help but rem remember slash it kind of dawned on me that last year, the Cowboys were the best red zone offense in the entire NFL. And it was by a wide margin. They scored on 72% of their red zone trips. Say what you want about Kellen Moore, offensive coordinator, former offensive coordinator for the Cowboys, currently for the Los Angeles Chargers. But that is impressive. And that is one area where you definitely wonder, okay, there are things about this offense that you're changing, and there are things about this offense that are going to stay the same. That's why the quarterbacks are calling it the Texas Coast. It's going to be how the Cowboys did things in Texas, blended in with what Mike McCarthy did with his West Coast offense and what he wants to do. One area that I would assume the Cowboys will want to keep what they did last year is the red zone. And of course, you're going to want to change it up because obviously you're evolving in the NFL, constantly evolving. But man, that mark is pretty impressive. Number one in the red zone. And I'm going to get into some of the details as to how the Cowboys achieved that. Some of the things that I would wish Mike McCarthy will stick with as he takes over as play caller and offensive architect of the team. So without, uh, before I move any further though, let me say hi in the chat. Let me bring up a question for you guys as well. From one to 10, how likely do you think it is that the Cowboys will remain a top five offense in the red zone? Let me know in the chat. What do you think about that? From one to 10, how confident are you in these years? Red zone offense for the Cowboys. After last year, they were the best in the nation. And now they're going to try to double up on that. Uh, let me say hi in the chat, though, by the way. Uh, we've got Toxic Tom, who loved the thumbnail on YouTube. <laughs> I appreciate it. Shout out to Charlene, Gregory, Mark, Aaron. Man, my, my thoughts and positive vibes headed your way. And to your friends, by the way, I'm sorry to hear the, the, the bad news. Shout out to Lance Bell, Charlene Evans. We've got, who else do we have here? We've got, oh man, there are a lot of comments. Katharina over at Facebook, Jesus Ayala, 
over at YouTube. Mark Andrews saying hi as well. Let's see what you guys have to say. Nine for Katharina. Mark Andrew goes with the seven. Stephen White with the eight. Very positive answer so far. Eight for Lance Bell. Ten for Mark Aaron. 8.9 for Gregory. Always the exact one. Anthony with the five. Double R with the nine. I am going to say... I'm going to give them a solid 7.5 here. Uh, just because, you know, being top five is quite difficult. But but the, the reason why I also like their chances is that, sure, Kellen Moore left the bar pretty high there because he left as the number one red zone offense in the NFL the year before that. He was also top four, by the way, in that category. And now the Cowboys are in a situation in which they're looking at Mike McCarthy and saying, you know what, when we're in the 20, inside the 20-yard line, we're going to want to be as successful as Kellen Moore was last year. Now, that's a challenge because this is McCarthy's offense, but it's also partly Kellen Moore's offense. And that, that part and adapting to that is going to be a challenge. Uh, I wanted to dive into some of the ways that the Cowboys were super successful in the red zone. And I came across several interesting numbers that I thought we could discuss. One of them will not surprise you because we talked about it at length here on Primetime and just across, I think, the entirety of Cowboys Nation. It was one of the points of discussion during the regular season. But once the Cowboys were near the goal line, it was tight end season. How much do you ask? And this is something that I want the Cowboys to stick with. But they ran 13 personnel, which would be one running back and three tight ends, at the second highest rate in the entire NFL inside the red zone. And that's when they had Dalton Schultz in there, Jake Ferguson in there, Peyton Hendershot. And now the Cowboys are likely going to have the same kind of ammunition to do so obviously Dalton Schultz will not be around but enter Luke's Kuhnmaker and it's gonna be fun because the Cowboys also ran 14 personnel for example and it didn't happen a lot by the way like you look at how much snaps they had out of 14 personnel and you're not looking at a very high count but still they led the NFL in that personal grouping and the ability to present that to opponents when nobody else in the NFL did it at that rate let alone be successful at it, both passing the football and having these four tight ends actually catch touchdowns, but also running the football and having them be efficient blockers in the goal line. That was quite the challenge. More on the running, on the running game in a bit, by the way. We're going to uh, circle back to that in a few moments here. But with three tight ends, they had like 20 snaps. 13 personnel, they had like 20 snaps, but they also showed... 23 personnel, so two running backs. And in these situations, I also would like to think Sports Info Solutions is maybe including those snaps in which the Cowboys had a fullback from another position, but they lined him up as a fullback, whether it was a linebacker or something like that. Uh, these numbers, by the way, are courtesy of Sports Info Solutions. When I tell you that they were, you know, second in the NFL, running 13 personnel, second in 23rd personnel and first in 14 personnel. All of that is courtesy of Sports Info Solutions. I think 
the Cowboys won't want to scrap this part of the playbook as it was widely successful last year. And sure, NFL teams gather film and study it, but I don't think the Cowboys are going to be in a situation in which we, they, they showed too much and now they cannot use it again. I don't think it will get to that. I think this will still be a bunch of successful personal groupings for the Cowboys in 2023 if they desire to stick with what Kellen Moore did uh, before leaving to the Chargers. So excited about those tight end groups, excited about that. And I will add that the Cowboys could also spice things up a little bit in the sense that maybe you don't have four tight ends on the field, but maybe you want three tight ends and maybe you want to involve Hunter Lipke one way or another as this hybrid H-back role that we have talked about here on Primetime, where he could be somewhat of a fullback slash tight end with both blocking and receiving responsibilities, something that he did very well when he was at, you know, North Dakota State. Shout out to Professor O. Thank you for being here. Professor O says he didn't leave Kellen Moore. Uh, we fired him, says Professor O. Technically, they mutually parted ways, but I, I agree with Professor O there. I want nothing that a Kellen Moore or Jason Garrett era remains that still persist. Get the damn sage. So over the Jason Garrett era, says Toxic Tom. But but listen, listen. You will still have Jake Ferguson. You will still have... You will have many of the same players. If something already worked with them, I'm not for scrapping that entirely. I am for evolving it. I don't want the Cowboys to run the same place in the same sequence, right? But I do think they found something there. I, I do think that they found something there. And I... I would like the Cowboys to stick with those kind of groupings inside the red zone. Now, oh man, I want to get into the rest of the wishes. But before I do any of that, though, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Which do you think, this is going to be a good one, who is the correct word? Who do you think is the Cowboys' most dangerous Red zone weapon. Let me know what you think about that in the chat. And while you do that, and before I give you my answer, let me talk to you about our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. Because as always, it is time for us to get into the ride of the week. From Freeman Mazda, a family-owned business has been so for over 65 years. You can check out all of their wide range of new and used vehicles at their car dealership in Irving, Texas, or at their website at FreemanMazda.net. In there, you can check out pictures of every vehicle. You can see the features of the cars as well. And by the way, you can go get uh, you can go get your quotes in there, calculate your car traits, and much more. But let me tell you about the ride of the week, though. It is the new 2024 Mazda CX-90 plug-in hybrid electric vehicle premium plus. And this one starts at $58,920. It's got all-wheel drive. It's got a Wi-Fi hotspot, Apple CarPlay slash Android Auto, a sunroof, third row sitting, and rear air conditioning. You can check that out and much more over at FreemanMazda.net. Make sure you check them out, guys. Let's see here. Who's the most dangerous 
red zone weapon for the Cowboys. Dak Prescott says Toxic Tom. All right, I will allow that. I will allow that. Dak Prescott says Nate. And I, I mean, like, yeah. Yeah, including the QB, I agree. After all, it's his offense. Uh, somebody else said, oh, yeah, it was Toxic. Sit, see Dangerous Lamb says Bruce got the Toxic use. By the way, man, I love how CD Lamb sounds. But Cedarian the Leon Lamb. That's how we should be calling him, in my opinion. That's just a wasted opportunity. Gregory goes with Lamb. Professor O says it is Terence Steele. It is Terence Steele because he is 100% in touchdown catches. <clears throat> Whomever our kicker is, is Mark Aaron. Now that's a bold. That's a bold one. I'll give you that. Dak, if they use him right. Says uh, Tom and I won five. Mark Andrews says the coach's son. Who, who's the coach's son? Oh, Deuce Vaughn, the scout's son. Or am I missing somebody here that maybe I don't know about or that maybe I forgot about? Uh, I'm guessing, though, that Mark Andrew means uh, the scout's son, Deuce Vaughn. It will be super fun if he does get involved in the red zone, particularly in goal line situations. Looking forward to seeing that. Brandon Cooks. For Stephen White, Professor O with the prediction here. To be honest, I think that CD and, and Ferguson will lead the team in touchdown receptions. Ferguson, an interesting answer there, especially because, I mean, there will be a tight end competition there between him and, and Schoonmaker. What's up, by the way, Clayton? Thank you for joining the show. And hey, be like Clayton, guys. Be like Clayton. Because he says... That he just smashed that thumbs up button. Do me a favor and do the same for me. Because remember that every like puts this show in front of more and more Cowboys fans. And you help me out tremendously if you go ahead and do that. Uh, I will say my answer to that, excluding the QB, is going to be C.D. Lamp. I think he's really rising as one of the top wide receivers in the NFL. And maybe he's not in there. He's not right in there with the very guy with the guys at the very very top. 2023 could change that, especially next to Brandon Cooks and the fact that he will be allowing CD to be more and more open. That will be very exciting to watch. Uh, however, I will say that those of you who answered Dak Prescott, I appreciate you because I would want to see more. Dak Prescott QB designed runs in 2023. I don't know if McCarthy is going to go ahead and do that because I don't think that we've seen him have a quarterback with Prescott's skill set as a runner. But I would love to see more read options. You guys know this. I've said this countless times before here on primetime. Give me the read options with Dak Prescott in short yardage situations, whether we're talking about third and inches, Third and one, whether we're talking about uh, at the one-yard line, at the two-yard line. You know, there was that the splints, it's, excuse me, a split zone QB keeper against the Chicago Bears in which Prescott just basically walks into the end zone. I want to see more of that. I want to see more of Prescott on the run for the Cowboys. But on a similar note, that, that's my first wish. That's my first wish. And it can be 
<clears throat> and you can get creative with it too. I look at what the Cowboys have on offense, and you have Gallup, you have Cooks, CV Lamb. I don't want them to shy away from getting in the shotgun, spreading the defense out near the red zone. Because sometimes, and I again, I do like what they did with the tight ends, but I, I don't like offenses that just immediately condense when they get near the end zone. We've seen several offenses spread things out, even at the goal line, and be successful with it. And I think that if you have a mobile quarterback like the Cowboys do, or at least somebody who has a skill set to be one if the coaching staff wants him to be, man, that could be a, a, an additional threat, right, to the defense. If you're going to spread things out and then the defense also has to account for the QB as a runner, that's a dangerous proposition. And we've seen several teams be successful with it. Especially if they have to worry about C.D. Lamb and Brandon Cooks whether it's the same side of the field or on different uh, parts of the playing field. Give me those design runs, whether it's, you know, RPOs in which the QB can keep the football, whether it's read options, whether it's speed options even, whatever it is. I mean, I'm not entirely a fan of speed options. I'm, I'm going to say that. But give me that on the run. That's what I want. Lance Belts is just no more empty backfields in the red zone. Okay, I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I wouldn't mind empty backfields in the red zone, but I'm biased. I'm biased. I just love empty. Cannot get enough of it. I'm an empty nerd. So <laughs> empty nerd sounded like, you know, a different thing. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I love watching empty. And I think on a related note, <clears throat> I hope the Cowboys don't scratch the entire empty portion of the playbook as well. Because Kellen Moore was pretty good with it. We saw that against the Philadelphia Eagles. And I think that's a way of taking advantage of Prescott's mental processing. Because if you're going to run empty, you're going to want your QB to make quick decisions. And I think that Prescott nailed that at times. Toxic Tom says, Mo, you need to quit smoking, man. I don't smoke. I don't smoke. I, I don't know if I'm getting sick or something. This started last night, and I've, I've been coughing and coughing since then. And not even, not even that much, but, you know, I am talking right now. I am hosting the show, and it happens when, when, I, when I start talking. But I will tell you, with total honesty, <laughs> I don't smoke. Anyways, moving on a little bit here. Another wish that I have. So, so, so far, let's recap. I want the Cowboys to stick with those multi-tight end personal groupings in the red zone. I want them to involve Dak Prescott in the running game, in the red zone particularly, but overall just in the offense. And number three, some of you, and I have a fourth one. So, ah, this one is a complicated one. They're kind of related, but let's get to number three here. Okay, last night we talked about it. The Cowboys are embracing outside zone as their identity in the run game. And that means they're no longer going to be doing a little bit of everything. They're going to be an outside zone team, and they're going to be very good at it. Or at least they're going to try to specialize in it. It's not going to be 
a big menu, it's going to be a small menu, but one that is executed properly. However, I would be all for them switching it up in the red zone and maybe studying what Kellen Moore did in that sense. Because let me give you a number here. Last year, in the red zone, the Cowboys were the best running team, whether they were running gap schemes or whether they were running zone schemes. And that is per Sports Info Solutions. They didn't stick to one necessarily. They were around league average in terms of usage. But in each of those two, they were the most successful team in terms of success rate. And that is something that any NFL team would kill for. Kellen Moore was doing something right when Dallas ran the football inside the red zone. And that is a very surprising stat. It comes from Sports Info Solutions. I did not expect it when I found it, but I thought it was pretty interesting. And you got to give Kellen Moore some credit there to be the best running team inside the red zone is something that I believe maybe we have not talked about enough. So sure, go out there and be an outside zone team in 2023. That's what we want. But also have those change-ups at hand when you get inside the 20-yard line. Looking forward to seeing how they handle that. <clears throat> and last but not least, before I turn it over to the chat and, and we talk about some of your guys' takes and comments on this, use more play action. And when you do, use those aggressive play actions in which you will have boot plays and bootleg concepts, all of that. Prescott is pretty good at play fakes. He is one of the best at play fakes in the entire NFL. Like He really sells it. And it's an art. It is an art. Not every QB. Some QBs are lazy. Some QBs are lazy with the motions. And it doesn't look the same. Prescott is pretty, pretty good at this area. And I would say one of his biggest strengths as well. I talk a lot about his processing, his decision making. But those play fakes, he nails it. He nails it, man. Yo, go watch the tape and compare it to some of the best QBs in the NFL. And Dak Prescott has that part of things down. And the Cowboys were the fifth most successful team in the NFL running play action within the 20-yard line, within the opponent's 20-yard line. Here's a problem, though. They only did it in very few situations. They were 19th in the NFL in usage rate. So when they used play action, it worked, but they rarely did. 19th in usage rate fifth in success rate, I would want the Cowboys to change that up a little bit. But do put Prescott in those situations in which maybe it's a lot of stress for the QB, running the bootleg and hiding the football and being exposed to the defense, turning his back to the defense. But chances are it will pay off for you. And I think that Prescott uh, is going to make that work for the Cowboys. Those are my wishes for the Cowboys red zone offense. So for those of you who maybe joined late to the show, the idea of this episode was where Mike McCarthy will want to be like Kellen Moore, and that's in the red zone because the Cowboys had the best red zone offense in the NFL last year. And then he, the year before that, he was also in the top six. 
And now some credit to Mike McCarthy, by the way, because if you look at the Parker's years from 26, uh, 2006, excuse me, to 2018, with 2015 being the only season in which he didn't call the plays, the Packers were also one of the best teams inside the red zone at, with like a 60-something percent touchdown percentage rate. I will say this, though, 72.4% for the Cowboys last year, otherworldly numbers. I don't think we talked about that enough last year, or maybe we did, but I don't... Uh, but it's already June, so maybe we don't remember. Let me see what you guys have to say in the chat. Overall, let me know in the chat. Will the Cowboys offense... <clears throat> will the Cowboys offense, do you think, yes or no, should they keep it condensed or should they spread it out inside the red zone? Let me know what you guys think in the chat. What do you like best? And obviously, it's about changing it up, but let's see what you guys have to say here right now. Toxic Tom says, I wish that Jerry could have warned me in 2007 that Jason Garrett and his disciples would waste 17 years of talent. Would have saved me a lot of grief. This is Toxic Tom. Oh, man. We, we need football now, Toxic. Um... Uh, Kellen Moore was more useless than a helicopter rejection. See, it's his toxic. Yeah, toxic is just in full toxic mode right now. The guru says, I don't want Dak running like Lamar Jackson. Now, that would be very different, though. And I think that even the Ravens are trying to move away from that a little bit. Professor O says, we just call it SIS in the street. Sports Info Solutions is their government name. I like how it sounds, though. Sports Info Solutions. It sounds... I like it. I like it. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Brett Favre was really good at play action too, says SLH. Yeah, he was. And and you know what? Aaron Rodgers as well. You know, speaking of Mike McCarthy and the Packers and Brett Favre there, uh, Aaron Rodgers is another QB that I really like how he goes about his play fakes. Hound the Rocks is Tommy915. Gregory wants to spread it, baby. Uh, Catherine has changed it up. Clayton says earlier in his career, they were promising more RPO plays for Dak, but unfortunately, Kellen Moore kept trying to make Dak a pocket passer, which is really not his strength, says Clayton. And uh, yeah, the Cowboys, the Cowboys could use more RPOs maybe on their offenses. I don't have the numbers on that. That's just anecdotally speaking. I'm not sure that they are among the highest RPO teams in the NFL. I don't think that they are. I don't know where Mike McCarthy will fall in that three. Uh, but nah, actually, now that I think about it, I looked into it earlier this offseason. I do think that McCarthy ran a lot of RPOs when he was with the Packers. Uh, let me get a confirmation to you on that, but I think he definitely had a lot of, of RPOs there. Uh, Professor O is just speaking my language right now. He just says, go, go empty, but run trips, bunch, mesh, whip routes, and wheels. If you're going to give me mesh out of empty, you you, you are earning yourself a special place in my heart. Give me that. Give me all of that. 
ladies and gentlemen, that was prime time for you guys tonight. Uh, a lot of fire comments right now in the chat, but that will be it for me tonight on ADC Sports Dallas Prime Time on a Monday. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, do me a favor though and hit the like button for me. It takes about half a second and it really, really helps me putting this show in front of more and more Cowboys fans. Maybe we'll look at more stats throughout the week. That's the idea. You know, it is June. So we have this freedom where I don't really think that we need to cover some news. We just we just get to talk about Cowboys football, whatever we want. Uh, do me a favor. And also, if you have any ideas that you want to talk about, shoot them to me over on Twitter at MAUNFL, M-A-U-NFL. If there is something that you think, man, Mo should talk about this on primetime, go ahead and do that. I don't usually like to crowdsource topics but it could be fun it could be fun and and we could enjoy that i think shout out to all of you thank you to everybody and i will see you tomorrow prime time as always brought to you by our friends over at freemanmazda.net nos vemos el día de mañana muchísimas gracias bye bye